Hi, I'm Tom Henriksen from My IT Career Coach, where we build great tech careers and welcome to Tech Career Talk. Today, we're going to talk about working with a technical recruiter and the tips that Adam Viet is going to share with us about a tech job search. Adam, introduce yourself to the people here at Tech Career Talk. Well, hello, everybody. Yeah, as Tom mentioned, my name's Adam. Uh, I've been a recruiter in the IT space for almost nine years now. Uh, and kind of specializing through the, the ranks of project management, business analysis, programming, quality assurance, um, and those types of things. And I'm happy to be here and, you know, love to give, uh, you know, as many, uh, as many exciting um, tips as I can as far as job searching goes. And, you know, some things you may know, some things you may not know from my, uh, from my like I said, almost nine years in the industry. So in those nine years, Adam, I'm guessing you've seen a lot of changes in the industry, probably in the skill sets and the, the positions, right? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, as, as everybody in the IT industry knows, um, it goes on a day-to-day basis. You know, things could change every single day where you could know something on a Monday and then by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, that thing changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of changes have gone on within that space. But also a lot of changes have gone on within the recruiting space where, you know, how do people, how do, how do those candidates find jobs? Where are these managers finding these candidates at? And what is the, the best, most efficient way for those two to meet? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's oddly enough, there's a lot of technology involved in technical recruiting, isn't there? With all the different uh, systems, the ATS and all those things, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, you know, you mentioned an ATS and that I think is one of the biggest, um, you know, the biggest drivers for me as far as finding new candidates, as far as, you know, people I've connected with before, because when you think about it, a recruiter on average, I would say um, probably, probably actually connects with between 50 and 75 candidates per day. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you're thinking about that over a week, over a month, over a year, that's a lot of people to talk to and a lot of people to remember. So, um, on the recruiting side, the more you can stay organized, the more you can stay organized, the better. But, you know, the, on the candidate side, the more you can stay connected with those recruiters and those people helping you find jobs, the better for you as a candidate as well. Yeah. Well, today, Adam, you have five tips for tech job search, right? I do. I do. And I've, uh, you know, for my time in the industry, there's, there's any number of tips I can give. Um, you know, I've narrowed it down to five for today to keep this, uh, I guess, rel- relatively short, and uh, I'd be happy to go through those. Yeah, why don't you share the first one with us? Yeah, so number one um, is, is you know, something I think there are some, some candidates who have this in mind at all times, but I've seen it more so younger candidates who have maybe just graduated college or who have been in the industry for one or two years. But number one is always be expanding your skill set and your background, whether that be a user group, whether that be a code camp, you know, um, any, any, any number of ways, you know, we talk about technology here. Uh, there are a number of courses that are online that you can take that take, you know, two or three hours that you mm-hmm. can get, you know, in quotes, um, uh, you know, a, a certification, yeah. you know, that may, may be just a, uh, a fancy word for it, you know, but you're learning and you're taking that initiative to meet, um, requirements that, uh, that a manager could have for you in the mm-hmm. future or right now. So, yeah, that's good. You, Cause I like how you brought up that, you know, things we can do in person, like a code camp or user group, but then two things we can do online. Like you mentioned, there's so many great courses out there. 
So there's lots of different avenues to pursue and learn. Yep. And I don't think it's, you know, not that it, not that it doesn't, I guess, no matter what you do, it is taking that initiative on your, on your own and Mm -hmm. within yourself to say, yes, I want to take this. I want to take this course to expand my knowledge with, you know, Java development with, with a new language, you know, cause yeah. you never know when that could, when, when that could come into effect and you never know when that addition to your resume could potentially put you in front of somebody, um, another, another candidate in a job interview. So really it's about kind of, kind of stepping out and showing that initiative and, and kind of stepping out from the herd essentially. Yep. That is a lot of it. Um, especially coming from the manager side, coming from the company side where in, when they're interviewing a, uh, a candidate who, who has those things on their resume compared to somebody who might not. Yeah. Um, and so outside of you, the candidate expanding your knowledge, it does help within the interview process as well. Excellent. Excellent. So what's number two, Adam? Um, I may be a little bit, um, I might, I may show a little bit of I mean, bias on this one, but number two is utilize, utilize a recruiting service if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of things that are on the positive side for utilizing a, a recruiter. Number mm-hmm. one, you know, a recruiter typically has that relationship with the hiring manager yeah. and can know some insights on uh, what the manager is looking for as far as skill set, as far as, you know, soft skills, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, recruiters do essentially are doing a lot of legwork uh, on the back end, you know, we'll say when you're, when you're sleeping essentially. So you don't have to do any of that. Yeah. And you essentially have two people, two people working for you on your job search when you talk about yourself and the recruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just, you know, those um, recruiters have experience and have knowledge on what you should have on your resume, what you should include in, you know, your write up, your objective and stuff like that, that I guess you may not have, have knowledge of as a candidate coming in on your own. Yeah. And one thing that I've learned, and I know you probably agree with this, Adam, is that it's important for the candidate to collaborate and work with that recruiter because, you know, so they're on the same page and then if, you know, anything changes or just so everybody knows what's going on, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's, is a lot about not, not wasting time. Yeah. Um, I try to, as a recruiter, I try to stay in touch with the candidate as much as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. If nothing else, over communicate, you know, I'd rather have somebody tell me, Hey, you know, stop with the emails. That's too much. Then say, Oh, I haven't heard from you in a week. You know, what's the, where's, where's the status here with this position? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it is a lot of connecting and, you know, staying in touch with the candidate and the recruiter. So we don't waste time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just don't want the, cause I know some candidates will do this. They'll basically say, Oh, I've got a recruiter on it. So I don't have to touch base with them. And I, I think that's always a problem. It's always, as you mentioned, yep. keep that collaboration and communication working all the time. Yeah, for sure. I, 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 I like to tell people I work with that, you know, never feel um, like you're bothering me ever, even if it's, mm-hmm. you know, it as, as much as I don't like to say this to a lot of people, you know, but even if it's over the weekend, if you need something, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm, I always, I always like to be here because yeah, it is, it is about collaboration, as you said, and trying to keep lines of commun- communication open as much as possible. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So number three will be um, always cater or tailor your resume to the job description that you're applying to. Yeah. And I say it all the time that, Hey, it it might be a little bit cumbersome and honestly a little bit annoying to do that with every position you apply to, but Mm -hmm. um, it will put you ahead, you know, a lot more than, than you would expect in, in the job search when you're 
when you're thinking about applying to jobs and even having a recruiter um, apply to jobs for you, the resume will sometimes go to somebody who may not know the most or may not know what you do as well as a hiring manager would. Yeah. Um, and what they do is they, you know, they search for keywords as, as you've probably read about as, as people have probably read about. Um, and if you don't have that certain keyword on your resume X amount of times, unfortunately they'll probably throw your resume out and not, yeah. not consider you. So, um, you know, catering your resume to that job description, like I said, will do, will do so much for you when you're coming or excuse me, when it comes to looking for a new job. Yeah. Can you do, can you overdo it though? Can you put too much? I mean, I've seen some resumes that are really big and, and yep. have a lot of, it seems like they're just trying to pack every word yeah. that's every tech, you know, <laughs> word in there and jargon. And it's, yep. Yep. And I guess you definitely can overdo it. And you know, uh, what I, how I explain this to candidates is that, you know, Hey, if you're looking through a job description and you see something you've done or a skill that you've had, and it's not in your resume, add that in your resume, wherever you can, where, yeah. where, where, you know, essentially wherever you've done that or where, wherever you've worked with that, um, that typically doesn't make it too much longer than what it, what it was in general. Mm -hmm. Um, however, I mean, you know, you talk about long resumes, I've seen, seen 15, 16, 17 page resumes, um, you know, when you're trying to expand on everything you've done. Yeah. Um, however, I think depending on how many years of experience you have, uh, a three, four, five page resume is, is not out of the ordinary in the yeah. IT industry. Mm -hmm. So I shouldn't have a, a one year candidate that's been out in the industry shouldn't have like 15 or 10 pages. Nope. Nope. That would not be ideal. Um, <laughs> however, however, I do, I do hear it all the time. And I was actually taught this in college too, that, you know, your resume should be one page. Yeah. And that is, you know, honestly, that's, really bad advice in my opinion. Cause I remember mm -hmm. when I was first applying for my own job uh, or, or excuse me for my first job, yeah. I specifically remember taking probably three to four paragraphs off my resume because it wasn't one page. Mm -hmm. And now as a recruiter being in the industry, you know, I kind of can process that and yeah. I say to myself, okay, what if this manager was looking for that skill that I had to cross out because mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't one page. So you know, as long as you don't overdo it, I think, like I said, three, four, maybe even five page resume, depending on your amount of experience, is mm -hmm. is is an okay thing to have. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So what's next? Um, what I always recommend for number four is reverse engineer your job search, mm. and that might be kind of confusing for people, but. If you have a company, if you have a specific job, job title that you are looking for, you go look for that job, go look for that company. And then if it's a company, try to find companies like that company that might be a, a good fit for you as well. Or try to yeah. find another job title that is close to what that job title you're looking for and go mm -hmm. from there. A lot of people when they're looking for jobs are saying, okay, I'll just go to a job board yeah. And search for this specific job title mm -hmm. and you know that that's canceling out a lot of different jobs out there for you that might yeah. be a good fit for you mm -hmm. so you know uh target that company target that job and say okay what is or what company is like this that i can potentially target as well and then it'll expand and you know spider web from there too yeah i think that's really good because as you've probably seen this too as you go to company a company b company c the same position has a different title, maybe slightly yeah. different, um, you know, technologies that they're looking for. So that's, that's a good advice, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And that's, uh, you hit the nail on the head there when you're, even when I'm talking to candidates about, Hey, I'm looking for a new job. Okay. What, what type of role are you looking for? Um, you know, and, and they say, you know, a software developer will say, uh, I always give them two or three more examples of job titles that are essentially software developers, because like you said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with company A, they could call that a software developer. Company B could call it, you know, a programmer. And those two job titles are nothing alike. So mm-hmm. you could be, you could be missing out on a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, it's kind of funny how companies will name them. And then even like some companies will call everybody like an analyst, even though this is like really a developer. Yes. And this is, you know, this same position has kind of a similar name as really a business analyst or a technical yep. analyst. So it's, it's confusing. It's confusing. And, and like I said, you, you could potentially, if you're somebody looking for a job that needs a job right now, you could be, be missing out on yeah. uh, over, over half of the jobs out there really. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it is a, uh, you know, a, a good, a good practice to follow, I think, to reverse engineer that job search. Excellent. So what's the, the number five tip that you have for us? Adam? The last one today will be always look to expand your network, whether that be online or offline. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned user groups. We mentioned, yeah. um, I mean, you know, meetups as well for the, the offline portion of that. But I mean, you know, a lot of people, especially, especially in the professional world, look at, look at, I guess, like LinkedIn, um, as that number one networking tool, which it's great, you know, and I always recommend expanding that as much as possible at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah. Um, however, but lately within the last probably six months to a year, I've seen a lot of movement and a lot of increase, increasing um, uh, candidates in, in, in the Facebook groups. Really? So, Interesting. So they have groups just like LinkedIn has groups where, you know, let's just say it's a Java developer. Mm-hmm. Facebook has Java development groups in Des Moines, yeah. in, in New York City that you can join and, they, and, and they'll chat about new things going on in the Java world, new things going on with the meetup, you know, Java. Java user group. So, you know, whether that be on Facebook, whether that be on Twitter, whether that be LinkedIn, you know, mm-hmm. online is huge, you know, but, but, uh, a lot of people, um, especially these days are, are going all in on the online networking. Mm-hmm. Um, however, a lot of candidates forget about the offline networking as yeah. well. Um, whether that be timing, what, it, what, whatever that is, you know, but that still plays a big part, especially, you know, when you think about the people you're interviewing with where, mm-hmm. Hey, I met somebody at a, 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 a user group who knows you. Yeah. You know, that, that, that sometimes does more for you as a candidate um, outside of, you know, you're talking about your skill set. Sometimes mm-hmm. that does more for you as a candidate than your skill set would um, when you're interviewing for a job. Yeah. And I think another thing in addition to that, because as you mentioned, you know, these user groups are great. Meetups are great. One thing that I think sometimes people, they leave a job and they leave their network there. They don't keep it. You know, if you had some good relationships with maybe a former um, supervisor or coworkers, you know, to, to make sure you keep in touch with those people. Because I think, as you mentioned, you never know who, you know, you might need yeah. somebody or might be able to help you because they might move on to some other company and be able to at least put your resume in front of the right person. Exactly right. And you would be surprised at how much that happens uh, in my industry and even with, with myself, you know, talking to candidates out here, you know, hey, I, I worked with, I worked with Joe on a project six years ago and he's the manager now here. Yeah. Um, you know, so, Hey, that's, that's great. I'll send your resume over. I'll give him, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and give him a call and say, I want, I, w- I want to interview for this job. He'll probably give me an interview. Yeah. You know? 
And so just like little things like that that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. So your, your network is very, very, very important when you're looking for a new job and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that is why it's always a good thing to, to continue to expand that as much as possible. Excellent. Adam, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah. Um, I guess, first of all, appreciate being on the talk. This was great. Um, and you know, just as far as people searching, uh, in, in the job market and, you know, sometimes it's, it, it, it gets to be a little tough, you know, but you know, if you follow these five tips and there are plenty of online resources for you, Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I know, you know, Tom here, we've, we've known each other for a long time and, you know, you've been great connecting me with, with many different people. And that's, that's what it's all about. You know, I'm, I'm an IT recruiter. Um, you know, at the same time, I'm always willing to help somebody and give advice to people who might be, um, who might be struggling or in the job market and might need some, some help or time to talk. So, you know, connect with me anytime. I'm always on LinkedIn, uh, and Twitter and Facebook as well. So, uh, like I said, connect with me and I'd be more than happy to help and, and happy searching. Excellent. Thanks for coming on, Adam. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, please email me at tom at myitcareercoach.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. On behalf of Adam Viet, I'm Tom Hendrickson for My IT Career Coach, where we build great tech careers. And thanks for watching Tech Career Talk. <music>